We've reached one of those points when the time has arrived. Aligned with purpose and intent it is time to return. It is a time of refocusing, renewing, revitalizing and yes returning, however not in the ways many claim to be hoping for. I'll explain on this edition of Becoming Today. The time has come to return. To get back to living fully, but not like the common refrain we hear about getting back to normal. Those who long for the good old days of 2019, may perhaps be a bit askew when desiring to go back to a time when we lived in a nation that was dealing with natural disasters, mass shootings, racial divisiveness that those who never lived through the civil rights era declared the worst ever in American history, as well as being led by a government so divided it literally shut down. Doors were closed as the rhetoric heated up about building walls to keep people out, while workplaces, stores and entertainment venues were victims of mass shooting attacks, 394 in that year alone, by lone gunmen targeting many times random people that were unlike them. Who wouldn't? She says quite sarcastically, want to get back to living like that? No I'm not talking about having Sherman ask Mr. Peabody to set the Wayback Machine, rather the return that is arriving is our chance to advance. To go forward, lessons learned and refocus are becoming on renewing and revitalizing all our lives for the betterment of the whole. It's time to put the whiny rhetoric to bed and resume life as it was intended. To get up each day and approach things from a place of calm and peace, seeking wisdom and further enlightenment. As we truly attempt to learn something new each day in our proverbial search for wisdom the path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. The return is our call to put beliefs, faith and values above division, greed and politics. Yes you in the back row, in the yellow I hear say, but I can't do anything about that. Wrong. You can. It all begins with the individual, doing something researchers say we do on average 35,000 times a day, at least 30 times per minute. Make a choice. Choose to pursue a righteous life, then decide to put those words into action. No empty promises, no well maybe someday or if I only had underscore. The time is now and the power is you. Yes, you and you and even you over there. Now suddenly all the yous are becoming a we. That is all it takes. You make the first move and then you only need to find one other to consent with you, and the movement begins and the momentum shifts into high gear. As Matthew reports, Jesus explained this process saying, Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. That is a good return on simple investment. With full intention desire to come into agreement with another person and in accord with the Lord, and it is then possible. For with Him, all things are possible. The strength, the courage, will be supplied and will be better off because of it. That what I'm saying? Then maybe we better call Saul and see what he has to say about it. Saul of Tarsus certainly knew about troubled times and did more than his part in keeping people divided, downtrodden and truly persecuted. Yet while traveling down the road one day, he was able to see the light and returned his life to where it came from and spent the remainder of his time working to ensure that you would be free to have the same opportunities and more. Saul did not know that day trip to Damascus would result in him becoming the Apostle Paul, yet it did and as he testified for all the world to hear. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Despite multiple imprisonments, hardships and delays, he also encouraged us all to return to having a joyful heart, 
and receiving all its benefits and protections. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do not be anxious, fearful or intimidated by those forecasting gloom and despair instead return to the ways of living steadfast and in unity. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. And Paul was not the only one who in his life had to answer the call to the return. Even before Paul and the times of Christ, the prophet Elijah had to overcome hardships, obstacles and zealots. Upon learning that Jezebel had issued a death warrant for his actions to believe differently than she did, he fled. Ran away. Into the wilderness and hid in a cave. Then he heard a voice. What are you doing here, Elijah? I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, he replied, but the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I am the only one left, and they are seeking my life as well. Then the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Behold, the Lord is about to pass by. And a great and mighty wind tore into the mountains and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a still, small voice. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, he replied, but the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I am the only one left, and they are seeking my life as well. Then the Lord said to him, Go back by the way you came. Like Elijah, you too can go back by the way you came. Return to the path of righteousness and truth, living your life authentically, earnestly and honestly trusting that when you do, the Lord will fulfill His promises to you. We do not need to be either an apostle or a prophet to receive the complete and unconditional love and protection of the Lord. High's compassion, forgiveness, grace, mercy and peace are not only available to each and every one of us, they are renewed fresh daily. All you need to do is to accept His offer in Him. Return to the source that created you, living a life of good intentions with renewed passion and a revitalized concern for your fellow human beings. Choose to return and declare your intentions, then you shall become empowered in the return. Decide for this moment to be your catalyst. There is no time like the present for you to embark on the next level of this shared journey of becoming. Know who you are. Plus what you would like to become, then return to the source and see how it all works out, for before you were born he promised that in the end all things with him, always end in all as well. Take the action to decide to recommit to your return and watch this year of plus two re-emerge in blossoming and becoming. Together we can come into agreement to resurrect positivity and celebrate the resurrection of our lives. Decide and then make the choice to join us again tomorrow as we'll explore the next step for a turning point Tuesday on the next edition of Becoming Today. Email address 
Subscribe.